welcome to the Bumcast on this special Wednesday edition. I am your host, HBIC, the head bum in charge, and I am once again joined, as always, by the man Baloney and the original Southside Bum, Johnny. And for our folks listening out there, we are actually doing a special Wednesday podcast drop because your boy HBIC is going to be in Denver for the rest of the week, and I was looking forward to some nice, you know, vacation time getting away from the city, but now I'm just going to be traveling from one city to sit in another city. So this is, this is not the vacation I was actually um, planning because we're going to, me, uh, the girlfriend and a couple of my buddies were planning on going to Denver and then heading out to Vail um, for some snowboarding, but everything got locked down two weeks ago. So it's going to be an interesting first day of travel, I'll say the least. Yeah, I mean, that sucks. I mean, that's just the case for 2020, right? Just more of the same. And it just sucks that, I mean, anywhere you go, you're, you're, you're in the same boat nowadays, right? Yeah. So the thing, that's, the thing that sucks is like, so like we we're originally planning, um, me and my girlfriend, to fly out um, early in the day tomorrow to go because her brother lives in Denver. So she hasn't seen him in like a year. So the plan was to fly out there early, do a lot of day drinking with him, check out some cool places that I've seen on Triple D and, you know, just eat and drink until um, our friends land at 730 at night and then take the drive from Denver to, to Vail. But now with everything closed, we're kind of like, oh, it's going to be a nice day of outdoor dining in Denver. I have to triple layer myself. It's going to be like tailgating at a Bears game. Yeah, what's the weather going to be down over there? 30 degree high tomorrow. That's not and a vacation. And that is and that is Denver altitude 30 degrees. That's not a vacation. <laughs> no, it is not. And on top of that, this is my first time uh drinking in high altitude and my cousin told me that be prepared because you can black out at any moment. So, I kind of have to pace myself <laughs> for for like tw- 10 hours of drinking in high altitude here. I never heard that. And I didn't, I didn't know that was a thing. I know like, obviously like, you know, when, when you watch games on TV and stuff like that, they always talk about the altitude and how it affects um, just athletes in general when you're running and, and because of the lack of oxygen and stuff like that. But I didn't know drinking was part of that. So my, my cousin, he's a, he's a pretty, you know, good drinker. He can handle his shit. And um yeah, he told me he was just pacing along, you know, a few drinks, felt fine, nothing crazy, nothing like shots or anything like that. But then all of a sudden he was like, oh, fuck, what happened? So, yeah, that's – I'm going to maybe have a nice story to tell when uh, we record Sunday night. Um, but uh, the thing that sucks, though, is that because we were planning on, um, you know, drinking all day out there and hanging with uh, my girlfriend's brother, like my our friends don't land until like 7.30 – and by the time they get their luggage and rent a car, it's going to be like probably like close to 8.30. And it's a two-hour drive from Denver to Vail. And our flight leaves tomorrow at 8 a.m. So between us leaving the house at 6.30 and not getting to the condo in Vail until about like 11, 11.30, hopefully, it's going to be a long fucking day of, of traveling. And I'm going to have to just, you know, have my – get like a, a Mario – mushroom or a star or something for a power up because it's going to be a long day for for me for drinking so yeah wish me luck guys because it's gonna i might i might not make it back i i might i'm gonna wish you luck not just for the drinking and altitude and traveling during a pandemic i'm, I'm gonna wish you luck Lori lightfoot might just hunt you down she might go to Denver <laughs> to drag you back like uh like Batman did with the uh, that Chinese <laughs> that Chinese accountant in, in, in Batman. This and just string me up, string me up and on a on a pole and just she's coming you know. for you. And especially now that now that you were broadcasting this live for, for everyone to listen, you might be in trouble. I so I knew that my flight wasn't sold out when I did the early did the check in on Southwest today at eight a.m. and I got a forty two for my seating. I was like, oh, there ain't no one on this flight if I did a full 24 hours and I got a 42. So that might be the only comfort before that. So yeah, it's, it's going to be a, a fun day of just staying and being a lodge bunny or something. Cause I, Vail is not kind of complete lockdown. They are 
at they have indoor dining but at limited capacity so but it's it's a smaller town there's only a limited amount of places you can go and just sit and drink all day but we'll make the best of it you know all right so one last question before we we move on and i know i mean knowing you for a couple of years or, or a long time now actually um i'm not worried about you traveling i'm not worried about you traveling during a pandemic do you snowboard or ski i don't remember <laughs> you I, I actually tr- doing this I tried snowboarding Snow once. I tried snowboarding once and it's not my thing. I got yeah. tender I got tenderized beyond anything I've ever had in my life. And it got to the point where I fell so many times I would just fall and lay there in the snow because it hurts so much to get up that the, even the rollover to push yourself up off the bo- off the snow was extremely excruciatingly painful. Yeah, man. All I'm not worried about, about you right now, is that oh go ahead. Nah, I was just saying, I, I'm not worried about you, like, catching COVID or anything. I'm worried about you, like, sunny Boeing, Bono, you, your ass. Just <laughs> I will not be on the slopes. Tree. Yeah. Yeah, all I'm thinking about right now is when Homer Simpson was in that episode when he was snow- <laughs> snowboarding. <laughs> or skiing, I'm sorry. Stupid, sexy Flanders. That's yeah, good luck. Good luck. <laughs> uh, so, one thing I forgot to bring up with you guys when we were doing our podcast the other night is, I don't know if you saw this or not, but... Um, on the Black Friday sales, Pornhub was giving away like 200 lifetime memberships or like 100 lifetime memberships. And they were like 200 $250 a pop, but it was basically access to like all their premium content all the time. And I was just like, who in the hell actually goes and buys lifetime memberships to Pornhub? I mean, you people really have that much time to watch porn. Well. When when you brought this up as a topic, I thought you were going to surprise us and be like, I'm the guy. Like, guess what I got? You know, like, I come back with a, a new smoker and Johnny comes back with a new TV and, and you come back, I got a lifetime membership. That's exactly what I thought you were going to surprise <laughs> us with. I mean, here, I'm, I'm reading what the, the life, it's called the life plan. Um, and here's what it entails. It, you get access to Pornhub Premium, 500,000 premium videos available on top of the site's standard library. So you get access to all those 45 minute scenes that you know no one ever gets through. Um, and then videos will be available in full HD, 4K and VR forever. Now I will say I do not need to see 4K porn ever in my life because I don't need close-ups of, you know, pubic balls and stuff like just ugh, like, no, not, do not give me the most blurry image you can for that shit. Um, but it was 200, it's a one-time fee of 200 bucks. And when they run out, they run out. So, um, I mean, Hey, I guess if you have the time and you're cooped up in quarantine, you might as well make the most of your, your Pornhub lifetime membership. Well, Um, it's more of a, it's, this is a different strokes for different folks kind of thing. Right. Because like we're in different stages in life where (laughs) I'm not even thinking about that. When I go black Friday hunting, I'm looking for a good deal on a Dyson vacuum or, you know, grilling products or stuff like that. So I, I will say I have, I have one griping beef with, with Pornhub now. And I don't know when the last guys you, last time you guys checked out Pornhub, but there is an extensive and kind of like mind boggling amount of like stepmom, stepdaughter, stepson porn videos now like if you go like the top rated like highest videos on there it's all like my stepmom you know bangs my steps bangs my stepson and like it's just like this weirdest like fetish shit like is this is this what people are into now is like stepdaughter and stepdad fantasies like like the like some of the like the like half of the top 10 ranked sites on there are all like family porn sites like you you're hot stepsister and shit like that like I, I, 2020 it's more it's 2020 is weird times right? i mean like that, that's you, you what, can't that's explain what, yeah you can't explain that, much of anything people are yeah people are just like you know stuck in there and just like that's why they're, they're doing this deal i don't know i mean what um, i mean that, that's the thing that people that guys are like i want to bang my hot stepsister like, like what happened to the good old days of porn where like they drove around the bus and just picked up girls off the street and banged them in a <laughs> and banged them in a bus or you know, 
walked around to Miami, South Beach in Miami and got him to come back to the hotel. Like, that was a good old days of porn. That was, that was more, you know, more relatable, more believable than just, hey, my stepdaughters. Jason, you're having a get off my lawn moment <laughs> for, for Pornhub. You know, it, it just shows my age when, you know, I, I don't get any TikTokers now. I don't get any of these stepmom, stepson porn shit and stepsister porn shit anymore. It's, I don't know. I guess, I guess, you know, like you said, it is our passing of the, of our age. So, but yeah. Um, so if you're, if anyone's listening out there, look next year, if you really want a lifetime subscription to Pornhub and figure out whatever weird trends are in 2021, hopefully it's not family porn anymore. Uh, so anyways, um, moving on here, there was a story I saw and I sent this to you guys last week about a guy who's suing Takate because he thinks that the beer is made in Holland from Heineken. And I thought this was the dumbest fucking class action lawsuit I have seen in most recent memory. Um, because now he's basically saying it's fraud because it's not a real Mexican beer. Well, from the article you guys sent us, I saw that. I mean, it, it's true that it's technically not a real Mexican beer anymore, right? It's owned by Heineken. But but that's, I mean, that's the times we're living where it's all businesses are conglomerates and, and people own this and, and Disney own Fox and, and, and stuff like that. The main thing I took away from it is Tecate should be sued not for false advertisement or saying that they're Mexican beers when they're not technically Mexican beers anymore. They should just get sued because I mean, it's a shitty beer. Right? It is like, a shitty re- beer. Like I know there's a big Mexican contingent worse that swears on Tecate, but, it, but the, I mean, I can say this because I'm Mexican. That, that's garbage people. Any, any true Mexicans drinking Modelo, right? Or like, that is, that is true. And yeah. at least, yeah. like, you know, I could, I could probably rattle off five, ten beers better than Tecate right now. All right, top, it, top five Mexican beers. What are yours? Well, I, number one with a bullet is Modelo, and it's not even close. And I'm not even talking about, and I'm not going to change it and be like Modelo, no, Negra Modelo or, or all the side, yeah. like, you know. So I'd go Negra Modelo for, I mean, just regular Modelo for sure. And then uh, Sol is good. Este is good. Pacific was good. I love Victoria. Victoria is a good beer. I, I would even take a shitty Corona and Lime. And I hate Corona and Lime. But even the Corona and Lime is better than the fucking Tecate. What about you, Johnny? Top five Mexican beers. No, I, I agree. I agree with Peter. I mean, I love Victoria. I love, uh, you know, um, everything. Pacifico as well, too. Um, yeah, Tecate, that's like the least um, favorite beer of out of the Mexican beers. So <laughs> is, that, is, even, is that like yeah, the natty light of Mexican beers? That's exactly, that's <laughs> a perfect analogy. It's the natty light, it's the bush light, it's the garbage beer of Mexican beer. I hate Tecate. I actually... Um, in, so sign me up, sign me up for that lawsuit. I mean, <laughs> put, put me down. I actually, when I was in um, Puerto Vallarta, I had um, Indigo and... I don't know if you guys ever had that, but that was a really good Mexican. Indio. Yeah. Yeah. Indio is good. And and you see it a lot at resorts and stuff like that. Yes. And I got lit on those things. Probably was between that and doing shots of tequila the first day we landed. But that was probably one of like my top, you know, Mexican beers. And I, I, frankly, I don't, I'm kind of sad. I don't see it much here in in the States. Um, Yeah. Indio. Yeah. Indio is good too. But the thing that like, like threw me off the most about the whole Tecate lawsuit. It's like, okay, I, I actually, when I was at the grocery store the other day, I actually looked at the, like a, at a, a can of Tecate, you know, a 24 ouncer. And it, it says like made in Mexico, like, you know, imported by Cervezas Mexicana, White Plains, New York, you know, like, so it might be owned by like Heineken, but it said, you know, still brewed in, in Baja. Like it, so I don't know what this guy was looking at. If they just maybe like, shifted production during the pandemic or something but it's it's still said in mexico and i'm just thinking like what the fuck is next are people gonna you know sue toyota because their cars are made in alabama i mean like is that is that what this is coming to? oh you just it's not american car this is japanese like fucking gonna sue it sue these guys now 
seemed like this is a cash grab stunt to me, even much as Takate sucks. Now, if I'm the Heine- or if I'm the Heineken company, my countersuit to that, or or at least the stunt I would pull, and th- and hear me out, this might be a good idea. Just stick Amstel Light in the Tecate in the Tecate cans because that would be an instant <laughs> up, instant upgrade. Just Amstel Light and, and and say it's Tecate, dude, big hit. Hey, you might you might have your cousin Joel just like drinking a whole bunch of Tecates all of a sudden. Exactly. I had a my uh, my girlfriend told me a, a funny story that when she was in college, her and her friends would get together and they'd have their their Tecate Christmas and they would just drink a whole bunch of you know, cases of Tecate then decorated as a Christmas tree. And I was like, what kind of white ass shit is this? Like, man, at least, at least go Corona so you can like invert it and make it look like a tree of some sort. But like, well, well, you know, actually, come on. We always, when we were in college, we all did some stupid shit. So I, mean, <laughs> yeah, that's, I, mean, that's I would drink, I would drink Milwaukee's best when I was in my, <laughs> up in my cat. So I mean, you know, yeah, that's a college. Pass. That's okay. College, college drinking should not go on anyone's record or on anyone's like wall of shame because yeah, like you said, Johnny, it was Milwaukee's best Keystone Light for yeah, a long time. A, what oh, What do you consider the worst of the watered down beers? I don't know. I hate Bush. I, I hate Bush Light. I don't like it at all. I like Keystone Light, and you could tell me. And honestly, they could be owned by the same company. It could be the same thing in the bottle in the in the cans. But Keystone, I liked. Bush, I never liked. I, I would say Natty Light is probably that. That and Keystone are probably like maybe tied one A one B for me for yeah. Worst Natty water. Light. I mean Natty Light. I mean all of these beers. It's basically water, right? It is. Yeah, you're not. You're not. You're not doing that to get drunk. Of you're just doing because you're cheap and. Oh no! Poor, you're poor, che- it'll get you drunk, yeah. but you're. It'll get you drunk, but it's like six ninety nine for a thirty pack, and it's like, yeah, I'll, I'll do this instead of buying a twelve dollar pack of Bud Lights. Yeah. So. Good times. Yeah, good times. Um. So another topic here I want to bring to you guys. I don't know if you saw this. Um, there's some futuristic shit going down here now, and there's some monoliths popping up across the world. First. First in Utah, now in Romania, and I'm just saying, who had alien invasion on the 2020 bingo card? Well, I saw this. It's been everywhere, right? It's been on, on Twitter. It's been all over. Um, it's, it's been on the news and stuff like that. And f- immediately, everybody's like, oh, great, the aliens are here or whatever. My, th- my whole thing, take on it is, I mean, it's just like another Kanye stunt, right? Or he's going to drop an album or it's going to be something like... <laughs> It's somebody promoting something, right? Yeah, I, I, I'm just thinking that's probably like, I mean, I've seen enough Marvel Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. to think it might be like the time, the time stones or something like that where people just travel back in time. But yeah, I mean, I saw a nice little joke from Southwest saying it was their uh, their podium, for their silver metallic post for like where you have to stand in line. That, that was pretty clever. But yeah, I mean, like they... They find him, it disappears three days later. Now it's showing up in Romania. Is this going to be like the new, uh, you know, crop circles where people are just pranking everyone to f- see where another uh, monolith comes in? Well, that and like, you know what the crazy thing is? When it started popping up and stuff like that, you, you go to the comments and any comment section, whether it's Facebook, Twitter, everything, it's usually like the dredges of society. But people that comment like, oh my God, this looks like something out of a movie. Yeah. It's exactly out of a movie. It's, it's 2001 A Space Odyssey. Like, it's literally, they're copying a movie. So it's like, these people, they're like, oh my God, like, what, is, what has happened? No, they're just copying a movie. No. Or you see, people, you see people, like, taking pilgrimages to them and stuff like that? It's like, granted, everybody's on lockdown. You might as well, like, you go out in the open air and... and and get some fresh air and go see a site or whatever. But like, that's the last thing I would want to go see. Yeah. Especially in the middle of the Utah desert mountains or whatever. Like, no, no, thanks. And I don't want to go to Romania either. Can you put it, you put it in Miami, you know, can you put it on South beach? So they have a reason to go down and see a monolith and get some sun. That, or if I am going to go see it in Utah before it got taken away or whatever, 
I'm doing a bunch of mushrooms like that after the right? <laughs> Just got a mountain victory. Yeah. That was yeah. such a good like, episode. So, I mean, it, it, now if we're talking shrooms, yeah, let's go see it. Yeah. Well, we should I mean, probably... It's probably going to be... It's going to probably be just a stunt. I mean, like how Peter said, I mean, it's just, this, this has been such a weird year. Um, I wouldn't doubt it if it was something from Kanye West, but uh, yeah, it's, it's just silly right now. That being said, the year's almost over. If it is aliens and they could hear me, I apologize. I believe you. <laughs> is the Mayan calendar come to an end in 2020? Did, anyone, did someone read the I think that was like last one? year or something like that. Was it? Yeah, or two years ago, but it's like it's like the oh, there sure. was some there was some dust on here. It's actually 2020. If it is aliens, I'll just invite them over, get to bring some Keystone Light as well too, and just start drinking that. So. <laughs> I'll just leave the planet like because of things of our shitty beer, or yeah. it'll or it'll kill them from. Well, so we should probably get to some sports here, guys. You know, there's not not much to talk about, just but just uh, we got some some socks notes here. Um, Big thing that uh, was talked about over the weekend, and we didn't really get time to address it, you know, Sunday after the Bears game. But there was a there's a lot of you know talk going on, dude, from especially from like Chuck Garfine and uh, I think it was uh, Kaplan too. Um, KB to the Sox, you guys, you guys feeling that? Yeah, I know Johnny mentioned it. He. Uh... I saw it on Twitter. I saw it trending. I saw a couple of the Barstool people going back and forth about it. Um, mostly because, I mean, KB's got to get traded to someone. Um, I saw that, like, the Phillies were interested or at least were thinking about doing it and a couple other teams. And then, yeah, the Sox name came up and people were going back and forth. And it was mostly Chicago media talking about it. I wouldn't – my first instinct is I wouldn't hate it, but he would have to play right field, right? Like yes. that would that's, – 100%. That's where he would – yeah. So if he's playing right field, it's not the worst thing in the world. And it's also at this point – and um, I saw somebody doing like the projected trade value for Chris Bryant, and it's gone down significantly since like obviously like two years ago and even last year. Um I don't think they'd be giving up much of anything. Um, the couple want, want pitching. So, I mean, I'm not giving them Dunning or, you know, I don't think Steve he would or, have to take any of that. I mean, I, I, I don't, I don't want KB, you know, I mean, okay. He's, he, he was good in, you know, 16, you know, he's got an MVP to his name, but he's got nothing but back issues. Now he's batting Adam Dunn territory and he's not, I don't know how I don't know how he is in right field. I mean, I'd rather just go out and pay for Springer. You know, at least that guy can, you know, slap dicks on leadoff and you know, play decent defense in right field. I 100% agree. When I heard about this with uh, Chuck Garfine, um, and other people were like, "Yeah, it's a no-brainer. I would take KB and all that." He's injured prone. I, I, I even regardless if if it's just for you know if we have gave up Lopez or something like that, I still don't want him. I mean I don't like. I mean yeah he he was great back you know a couple years ago, but he's just been injured prone. His average has been going down. Um, I mean I, I don't think I would hate it as well too. I just but I, that's the only thing I, I probably would be worried about is just because he just gets injured uh, quite a bit in the last couple years. So. Um, and two, if it would be something that like, if it was like a Lopez trade or something like that, or someone of our, you know, lower our prospects, um, I wouldn't hate it. Um, if it's just, you know, it's going to be a low value trade, but, um, even then, I mean, he's just, he's just injured prone. I just, I don't know if I would take that trade regardless, but you know, I don't know. It's been a weird 2020 with Larusa getting, uh, being our coach. show. I mean, well, we'll just a wait and see, but I wouldn't do it though. And I, I should have prefaced it when I started is obviously the top name free agents. I want them before we get Chris Bryant, you know, yes. like you said, Springer or anyone else that could play daily right field. But I did think it would, it would be a, like low risk option. I don't think it's as big of a 
you know, uh, it's not at this point, it's not a blockbuster deal. It might be to Cubs fans because of what he means to them and stuff like that. But just in the long run of baseball, like, I don't think it would be that big of a deal. Yeah. And let's say, let's say the Sox did actually trade for him. Where do you bet him? I mean, seventh, eighth. Yeah. I I mean, it's got to be bottom of the order. And at that point, his production for, you know, at eight hitter, it's not bad. Yeah, I mean, if you're talking, he's yeah. If he's if he's between, uh, you know, well, let's hope that Lou Bob doesn't bat, you know, seventh anymore next season because I think hopefully Larusa's got more of a brain on him than this time. But if he's batting in front of you know Madrigal, Madrigal like or and behind between Vaughn because Vaughn's probably going to be batting seventh when he comes up. So I mean, if he if you got Vaughn KB, you know Madrigal, I'm. I'm okay with that. I don't want him at the top anywhere near sniffing the top of the order, though. No, I don't think he would be anywhere near the top of the order. But that being said, if he is hitting seven, eight, nine, like that's a pretty good seven, eight, nine. Well, eight, nine hitter. If he stays be healthy, decent. Right, that's a big if. And and the uh, the other piece of uh, Sox news today was uh, the coaching staff got finalized. So you know, Joe McEwing coming back as third base coach. Uh, Frankie coming back as the hitting coach. I can never pronounce his last name. Um, Manichino. Thank you. Uh, you guys happy with it? Yeah. I mean, yes. I think you were, um, I think you were the one harking about like filling out the, 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 the coaching staff, right? Yeah. So I know it took a little bit longer than people predicted, but in the long run, it looks like, it's a step in the right direction, right? Obviously, we're still mad about the actual hiring of Tony Larusa, but everyone he's hired so far to be on his staff, I don't have a problem with. No. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, the same too. Uh, I'm, you know, super psyched about who, who they got. I know we were talking about other people that they could have filled the roles in, um, but um, I, I, I just think that uh, they did, uh, pretty well with it as well too. Um, I, I love having Katz as the pitching coach. Um, I, I know you know Giolito said nice things about Cooper, but I mean he went to Katz to pretty much uh, change his pitching mechanics. Uh, so I I hope that with Katz on board, uh, he'll help um, you know Cease, and he'll help the other young pitchers as well too, like how he did with Giolito. So I'm I'm super pumped about this these uh, hires. So. You guys, uh, did you guys see Tim Anderson's tweet earlier today? Yeah, I saw you retweeted or quote tweeted or whatever. <laughs> that's that and... said Sox Twitter into a frenzy for sure. All right, so for the people listening, do you have it up? Or I do. do. You know um, at at twelve o'clock today, which was um, shortly after they uh, um, the Sox finalized their coaching staff, he tweeted they shook it up. Kind of wasn't feeling it, and people are trying to read into that like who's who's they like. What, 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 who weren't you feeling? What weren't you feeling? Like, so people are kind of trying to read into the meetings and he didn't really elaborate any further than that. So what do you guys think? I mean, it's just, a, it's, it's such a touchy subject going in. I mean, from now up until spring training, it's like everybody's on pins and needles. The, the La Russa hire obviously shook up all of baseball and White Sox fandom in particular. But um, yeah, it's not, it's not promising. That's not a promising tweet from, from TA, right? No, it is so. not. I mean, was he talking to, was he talking about, you know, Ricky or is he talking about conversations he had with La Russa? Like, fuck, I don't know. It's, it could, it could go either way on that. Like they shook it up. Isn't okay. They shook up what firing Ricky or they shook up like bringing in a good manager. Like, you know, I mean, I as know. Sox fans, I mean, we're, we're going to be thinking about the first thing, you know, it's about, you know, the White Sox. Uh, it could be anything. I hate when people do that. I used to do that before when I used to put, you know, these, these weird ass messages out there. So, I mean, who knows? Uh, I try not to like read too much in, into it, but, you know, hopefully it's not nothing with the organization, but I, hope not. um, I don't know. It, it's just like yeah. I said, we're, I mean, it's going to be very sketchy going into spring training and all that. So uh, I, I've heard that, you know, LaRusso has been talking to a lot of the White Sox players as well, too. He talked to um, Julito said he talked to LaRusso twice and he liked his coaching, um, basically his coaching. So um, 
I don't know. It, this is all just a wait and see. You know, it, I mean, I, there's a lot of stuff going on. I've, obviously, with free agency being pretty much frozen right now, no, nothing's really, you know, happening. Um, it's just a wait and see right now. So I, I'm not reading too much into it. Well, that and the fact that the Larusa hire was such a, you know, like just like big bomb that threw us all into a frenzy. And the Sox fans in general, you know, were kind of a little. I'm and, and I'm generalizing. We're kind of nuts. So any little thing from now until until spring training, we're gonna try to dissect. We're gonna try to break it down. They're the sub tweets or the tweets about something else or even interviews. Like every little thing is gonna be big news, and and it's not a it's not a good thing for us. You know, it's not a good thing for the fans. It's not a good thing for the team. It's all, everything's under a microscope. Um, and it's all, it's the White Sox doing, it's the front office is doing, or it's Jerry's doing, but everything being under a microscope is going to, it's not that, it's not a, what, what, I'm, what am I, what am I trying to get at, get at? It's not beneficial to the team. Thank you. No, no. And now that if you guys saw, you know, La Russa changed, is changing his, his not guilty plea for his DUI you know, hearing. Well, speaking about it not being beneficial, I mean, you might as well get, you just get it over with, right? That's what it, that's what they're trying to do. It sounds like it, but, or again, what we talked about many times before is just Jerry not caring, you know, he, if he knew about it, what he knew, what he didn't know, he just, he doesn't care. So it's, he's hiring his buddy who cares. Um, so yeah, that's that's the uh, that's the Sox news. Hopefully, we'll the, the the hot stove has been a little more than cold. It's been you know Arctic freeze. Um, so hopefully, by the time I'm in Denver, you know, when I come back from Denver, we'll be talking about some Trevor Bauer, George Springer, or something. Because well, th- this is how it was last year too. I mean, it was really slow, and it normally isn't like this. So. Um, we started seeing trades probably, I mean, probably the first one we, we saw when, um, I can't think of the catcher right now for the Sox. Yeah. Yes. Grandel, you know, he, he, he got, you know, he got, uh, you know, signed. So, I mean, I figure it was going to be the same way too, because, you know, after what's going on with COVID. So hopefully, you know, I'm excited to see some, you know, deals happening. So. Yeah. No, and plus no winter meetings this year. So. Yeah. That's when all the wheeling and dealing happens for, for trades and free and you know, you got Boris on his soapbox and his weird in his weird ass analogies, which I'm kinda of gonna miss this year. But um all right, so let's uh we'll wrap up the baseball talk here. And um I know Johnny, you had a big Illini preview you wanted to get at today because we got uh Illini Baylor, which is coming up tonight. Um and I believe it's number two versus number eight. Uh Illinois is number five. Uh, so yeah, I guys, I'm, I'm super pumped about this. It's, it's 2005 all over again when it was Wake Forest, uh, number one versus the Illini number three and the Illini just crushed them in that game. It's actually was today's actually the anniversary of that actual game where they uh, took over the number one uh, spot in the nation. Um, this game's going to be, uh, it's it's basically their guards versus ours. Um, you know, uh, Baylor has Jared Butler, Maceo Teague, and uh, uh, Devon Mitchell. We got Io, we got Miller, we got Trent Fazier. It's going to be a dogfight. Um, um, uh, it's going to be a good college basketball game. I highly recommend watching it. Uh, I'm still going to go with the Illini because the X Factor is Kofi Coburn. Uh, dude's a, a beast. Uh, they don't have an answer for, for him in the post, so... Um, I am super soaked about this. It's gonna be with. Um, it's gonna be such a good game. So uh, I do have the Illini winning. Uh, Baylor is uh, two and a half uh, point favorites, but and it's gonna be a tight game. Uh, but I do see the Illini uh, coming and and beating uh, Baylor, and hopefully taking the top spot here in, uh, next week. So, does the Illini win? Uh, put him at number one then. So Baylor and there's a lot of good games going on. Uh, actually, uh, uh, there's a Kansas Kentucky uh, game going on as well too. But um, Baylor has Gonzaga at the end of the week, and Gonzaga is number one. So 
if the Illini beat Baylor and let's just say Gonzaga is number one right now. So if Gonzaga beats Baylor, Baylor beats Gonzaga, whichever, or um, they're still going to have Illinois going up here, maybe a, a spot. It all depends on, you know, what Iowa or Wisconsin does, but um, yeah, I, I have the Illini winning. Uh, there is a possibility that they go like maybe top three or top two. So um We'll see. I mean, we'll see. It's a it's a crazy week in college basketball, and I absolutely love it. So, and it's a good early season litmus test, right? Because obviously, if you play competitive, and even if you lose, it's not that big of a deal. You know, it's two good teams going ahead, going going at each other, and in the long run, you still right. got the full. We got a full season to go. It's just a good litmus test, like I said, just to see where they're at with the big teams in the country. Yes, and I, I, I love the way that the schedule, um, you know, played out. After Baylor, we got another big game, and it's against Duke. So, I mean, we, we're, we're, we're getting the heavy hitters, and I absolutely love it because this will show them. Um, it's basically, I feel like it's a statement game. Uh, Illinois should have been a little higher than uh, uh, Iowa and Wisconsin, but here we are. So, um, like I said, it's going to be a good game. I, I, I'm super pumped about it. Uh, like I said, I haven't been this excited since 05 uh, when, you know, we had that big three trio. Um, it's going to be exciting. I, if, if anybody's um, new to college basketball or just loves basketball, I highly recommend this game. It's going to be good. All right. So that's, that's good. Hopefully for a line, I win another big uh, off college real main sports topics, but um, tomorrow night is a big, big matchup on AEW wrestling dynamite. Um, John Moxie versus the human falls machine, Kenny Omega, the cleaner. That's about the best. The best. Machine. Thank, you, thank you. That's what I was going for. I was like, God, that's off the top of my head and I couldn't finish it. Yeah. Um, so Peter, you wanted to say something about yeah, so, okay, so obviously this is going to be on regular TNT. This isn't a pay-per-view. This isn't a, you know, like a, um, you have to pay to watch a wrestling match. This is what I consider the two best wrestlers in the world. Um, and so for those who don't know, Kenny Omega wrestled in Japan for a long time. He was the 2018 Wrestler of the Year. John Moxley was... Uh, Sports Illustrated's Wrestler of the Year in 2019. Both guys are at the top of their game. And this is a a match that AEW is basically giving out for free to, to draw eyeballs. And I love it. I, I, I think this is the great, it's a good move for wrestling in general. And obviously for people that aren't familiar with what AEW is they're basically the counter programming to WWE right now and they're doing a really good job they're they're drawing good crowds on on standard television and if you have any interest in watching professional wrestling this this would be the day to watch it and to say to count the you know piggyback on that like this is a match that they could have put like an AEW's like biggest, you know, pay-per-view of the year, whether it's all in or revolution, they, they could have saved this for, you know, us shelling out 60 bucks for it and, you know, giving it to us on an, on a, you know, Wednesday night, which I'm going to be in fucking Denver at the time. So I'm going to be at the bar, hopefully still semi-coherent, you know, watching it. Hopefully I get a live stream of TNT on my, on my Comcast app. So if they, if TNT's, denies me i'm gonna probably you know throw a fit at the bar or restaurant or igloo wherever the fuck i'm at um but yeah i hope that i'm able to at least watch uh watch this or at least have my dvr playback when i get to the condo because i do not i'm gonna be staying off all social media for those two hours because i want to i want to make sure i i catch it live you know what this reminds me of it reminds me of uh for all you old school wrestling fans uh saturday night main event like it, it yes. just, you know, they used to put out these, uh, you know, Saturday night uh, matches uh, on NBC and they used, it used to be like a pay-per-view. I mean, that's basically what AEW is doing with this uh, for tomorrow. So, I mean, uh, for this event. So um, 
just like how Peter said, I, I mean, I'm super stoked to watch this. Um, it's, it's a big event. It's a big main event. Uh, the card stacked. Uh, if you're not a wrestling fan and you just want to see, you know, good entertainment, watch it. It's definitely worth the watch. So, so, then, so tomorrow night is going to be uh, the perfect two TV setup night, right? It's going to be college basketball and, and the main event of Moxley versus Zoma. And I'm not home. <laughs> well, so, just... so the thing, yeah. So the thing for, for me, this is perfect because the Illini game is at 9 PM. So I get to watch this right full, after this full two hours. So this is like perfect for me. Everything is just like, everything's just lining up. So that's, that's Johnny, great. It's a Johnny Wednesday yeah. night, but yeah, I've been pumped about this yeah. match. And the one thing I would say wrestling, especially in a pandemic has been super weird. Um, there's no crowd there. There are now there's a limited crowd at, at, at um, AEW events and stuff like that. So wrestling has kind of been in a kind of like a holding pattern or a standstill both both wwe and aew and just for the fact that like aew said fuck it we're not waiting we're gonna do this now big props to them and big props to tony khan and cody rhodes for saying let's do something for the fans basically you know so do you guys have uh kenny winning tomorrow is he get is he going over with the belt I hope so. I mean, for I mean, Kenny Omega has been my favorite wrestler for the last three years or so. Same. Um, he's been kind of um, taking a step back once he got to AEW because he was just on the heater of all heaters when he was in New Japan. And when he came to AEW, everybody expected, expected him to be, like what you said, the best bout machine. But they didn't need him at the time. At the time when, when AEW started, they had Chris Jericho. And Chris Jericho, for he was the perfect inaugural champion. And he kind of carried that, that um, company from the beginning because he's a familiar face. You know, he's a huge name from the WWE. And now that, that, they, that AEW kind of have their bearings to them and they have their feet on the ground and, and kind of can see, we can do this now. Now is the perfect time to be like, okay, here's Kenny Omega. Here's the guy everybody heard about, everybody saw in grainy Japan videos or, or stayed up three in the morning watching because he's that good. Oh, so I, I do want to say that um, we, we are, you know, trying to put together a all wrestling podcast um, because, you know, we do have a lot to say when it comes to the world of professional wrestling and, how much uh, WWE kind of just sucks at the moment. Um, so we're going to be some AEW marks, but we're, we're trying to think of a clever name for a podcast because there's like a million wrestling podcasts out there. So try to take one that's not already copyrighted or uh, has, you know, any semblance to 17 others. So, yeah, and, uh, and if you have any ideas, tweet, tweet yes. them at us. Yes, but that is in the works. We want, we definitely want to do a spinoff of the Bumpcast and just do an all wrestling podcast because we know there's a there's a big audience of uh, wrestling fans out there that we want to tap into. So, um, before we go to we close it out with uh, who's who's that bum? Uh, our new weekly segment. I have some, you know, kind of breaking news tonight. I want to get your guys' take here. Um, looks like there's a very, very good chance that the Tiger King is going to get pardoned by Trump. What? Are, are we burying the lead here? This should have started out the show. The Tiger King, the <laughs> I, Tiger I King just... brings, brings eyeballs, dude. Did you not see what happened on, on, to Netflix and the internet for the last six months? I, I, re I refreshed my, uh, my Twitter, you know, trending stories, and um, it's up there that uh, he is – you know, his lawyers think that a pardon is going to come at any day now um, that they feel really good about getting a signature that Trump's going to pardon Tiger King. And th there's the, the reaction from Twitter is typically, you know, split 50, 50 down the middle as, as it usually is. But um, I mean, you can't end 2020 better than having Tiger King get pardoned. That just caps a fucking shit year. What the fuck? What is that? <laughs> I mean, seriously, are we President Trump and Tiger King? I, I never even watched this, this damn show that everybody was saying. It, I, I'm, I'm just done with this segment. I, I, don't, I don't get it. 
All right. Well, hopefully, hopefully we see Joe Exotic roaming the streets of where was he? Oklahoma? Yeah, Oklahoma. Oh my God! It was. I think it was like suburb of Oklahoma or whatever. But so that'll that'll you know keep it posted. If if that is the breaking news that happens over the weekend, we'll make sure to lead in the podcast. Even if the Bears get blown out again on on Sunday, we'll we'll lead in with Tiger King because that's that's what sells. Tiger King, yeah, brings eyeballs. Just, I just want to cue up some, guess what, motherfuckers? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're going to wrap up uh, this special Wednesday edition of the podcast with our uh, weekly segment of Who's That Bum? And one of these days, I'll get some catchy original theme music that I don't have to pay copyright royalties to, so we can do a little, dun, 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 dun. little game show music here. All right, so... Once again, for those who are joining us for the first time, on this is our. That was, that uh, was good. That was good. Thank you. That was thank good. you. Um, this is our our game show. Uh, who's that bum? And uh, the rules are pretty simple. I'm going to give it's Peter versus Johnny, and Peter is currently winning one nothing in the rounds right now. Um, so I am going to give these gentlemen five clues. After each clue, each of them can chime in with their answer if they know who I'm talking about. After the five clues, they get to ask me yes no questions and. I have to, and they, after I answer my yes, no, they have five seconds to answer. And we'll see if Johnny can uh, put the equalizer on this. All right. Um, Johnny, you went first so last time. So, Peter, you'll get the first question uh, after you get the first chance to ask a question if uh, none of you guys get the five clues. All right. Hit me. All right. And remember, this can be anyone, fictional, real person, movies, TV, Sports, it could be anyone in my spectrum. So, okay, here we go. Question, clue number one. He's always, he's always right, and you're always wrong. Okay. Is it that bitch Carol Baskin? <laughs> it is not that bitch Carol Baskin. But that would, be a good, that would be a good future. Who's that bum? All right, question, or clue number two. A hundo may be hard for him. A hundo may be hard for him. All right, clue number three. I bet he didn't get any action in high school. I bet he didn't get any action in high school. All right, clue number four. He loves flaunting other people's money. Is it Alexander Hamilton? He is not Alexander Hamilton, but that was a good guess. All right, and the final clue. He must be a dog person because he hates cats. He must be a dog person because he hates cats. Damn. So we've done two of these already. And I feel so stupid each time you give us the clues. <laughs> but then when yeah, you I'm tell stopped. us who it is, then when you tell us who it is, it all makes sense. We're like, oh, those were good clues. All right. Uh, I got nothing. So my first guess. Your is- question. Is he alive? Yes. Okay. Johnny. Uh, is this sports related? Yes. Is he in the realm of the NFL? No. I could say he's, I don't know, yes, no. I could say he's tied somewhat, but he's not directly related to NFL. Oh boy. This is just dead air. This is going to be dead air. Uh, Was he, I mean, was he a former player of any sorts or no? Okay. Is he an owner? No. No, that was my next question. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) Um, is he a mascot? No. Is he an announcer? No. All right, so he's in sports, and he has some sort of ties to the NFL? Ties to the league, but not working with the NFL. Fucking A. I mean, this is just bad radio now. It's, we're just well, obviously, it's, it's, a, it's a guy, right? It is, it is a guy, yes. Okay. 
I got nothing. I, I, bet, I, I bet he didn't get any action in high school. That was a big clue right there. Number three is a big clue. I bet he didn't get any action in high school. Number four, he loves flaunting other people's money. Number five, he must be a dog person because he hates cats. Dog person. And I will give you a, a bonus clue. That You're going to have to give us 50 clues. <laughs> I'll give you a yeah. bonus clue is I really load this guy on Twitter. He loves... No, loads. I hate this guy. No, no, no. I'm thinking of the other clues. Must be a dog person because he hates cats. Yes. Are you talking about Big Cat? Like, he, hates, he hates a Big Cat? I know who it is. It's Darren Ravel. You got it, Peter. Oh, my God. That was, that was the... My brain was turning <laughs> like fucking Homer Simpson with the monkey with the sandals. <laughs> like, that was brutal, but... I finally understood what you were saying with so, the dogs and cats. He's always right. You're always wrong because if you ever reply him and call him out, you're always he, – he never admits that he's wrong. Number two, a hundo may be hard for him because if you, if you saw him run the 100-yard dash in that video, he will, that was so cringeworthy that, you know, you, th- you thought the guy was going to have a grabber after that. Um, I bet he didn't get any action in high school. That was the big one because he works for the Action Network, and they yeah. all deal with betting and gambling. Um, he loves flaunting other people's money because if you go on his Twitter feed, all he does is post betting slips oh, yes, of people's wins and, of wins and losses. And obviously the biggest clue number five that him and his feud with Big Cat that's been ongoing that's, for – That was the little, the little grain of rice I needed. <laughs> I was like that's the only thing you know, like, that was like making me connect the two things. So but Peter, yeah, congr- good jo- once again, good job, Jason. Bad job, me and Johnny. So, like, <laughs> That was yeah. that was good. It just my brain was broken for a so, little while. So Peter, you're you're officially up uh, two nothing on who's that bum. Uh, so good job. We'll we'll try again uh, next week. See if uh, Giant can get out of the the big goose egg there. Well, I'll have to think of another one. It won't be Carol Baskin right away because I'm not going to be that that obvious. I'm not going to give that one away right away. Uh, so I'll be back. yes. So. Um, we will be back uh, recording a new podcast Sunday night when I get from home from Denver. We will hopefully have I'll have some funny stories to to share, and we'll talk some bears. We'll talk any other breaking news. Once again, uh, apologies to cousin Javi for not getting to his voicemail. Um, we just had bad connections all day today. So, um, for you know the head bum in charge HBIC for Baloney and for the original Southside bum, I want to thank you guys for listening. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on Apple, on Google, on Spotify. And make sure you share us and like us on Twitter. And we'll catch you guys next week. Bye, Javi. Good night, Javi.